Welcome back to the Daily Dose of Divabetic. I'm your host, Kiva Cheney, and it is episode nine. Wow, episode nine. So today I have a special guest on my channel. Um, the topic today is diabetes and sickle cell. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself and you know, we'll get to chatting. Yeah, hey Grant. Um, hey y'all, but my name is Alex. Um, I am a friend of Kiva's and I'm just so excited to be invited on this show. I kind of always want to be a guest, so I feel honored. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, I am um born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, but right now I'm in DC. I just graduated from the George Washington University. I'm also back in school, back at GW, getting my master's of science in information systems technology. Yes, ma'am. And I also have my own brand called Creatives Connected, which is kind of like a platform for creative people to connect with each other, collaborate, and just share resources amongst each other. And a bunch of other stuff here and there that I do. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Um, I also have sickle cell anemia. Um, and that's something I've been born with, had it my entire life. So I'm excited to kind of open up and talk about it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Listen, when um Zoe, Zoe is one of my great friends. I met her through my best friend, Erin. They went to high school together. And this is Zoe's little sister. So she's yes. my little sister now. But um Yes. <laughs> we got to chatting about, I can't remember how I found out or um how it came up or whatever in one day we just I'm just scrolling Instagram and I'm like, I need Alex on my podcast because we often um talk about like invisible illnesses and things of that sort because it's like you can look at someone physically and they look mm -hmm. perfectly fine, but you have no you idea right what's going on internally. So it was just like I think it's important that, you know, we get on here and chop it up and talk about that because it's kind of one of those things just like diabetes as well. It's a chronic illness and a lot of people can look at someone because if you look at us, honey, you know what I'm saying? People be like, huh? What? What? How? And then you <laughs> get to telling them. <laughs> yes, you get to telling them about it and what comes with it. And people are really just, you know, are shocked majority of the time. And it's just like, that's crazy. Like, it's, it's just crazy sometimes really just talk. Uh, cover on not to cover Lord Jesus. It's just crazy sometimes <laughs> to touch on those type of things and have people understand what it really is and just dive into that. And I know for me, I didn't know. I don't really. I'm not gonna say I don't know, but I need more education. I need to be more educated on what exactly sickle cell is and what it does, and you know what it does to your body. So, Alice, can you let us yeah. know about that? Yeah, so like the textbook definition of it, it is a blood disorder. So it's pretty much my my red blood cells, most of them are in a shape of a sickle. So if you were to think of how like a banana is shaped, that's how most of my red blood cells are shaped. And unfortunately, like those cells die early. So when they die early, it just leaves me with a shortage of healthy red blood cells, which is a healthy red blood cell is like shaped like a donut, it's like circular and filled with oxygen and all that great stuff. Um, and so when I'm left with a shortage of healthy red blood cells, then um, I have like, I have like blood, a block of blood flow that happens. So a bunch of my sickle-shaped uh, sickle cells can like block blood flow, which causes like extreme pain. Um, and so that's pretty much how it comes that the anemia part comes from because the lack of healthy blood cells causes lack of mm -hmm. oxygen. So boom, I have anemia as well. So the pain is kind of like indescribable. I, I anytime someone asks me to describe how it feels, um, I'm kind of all over the place because it's, it's like maybe a mixture of like getting stabbed or electrocuted at the same oh, time. Oh. It's, it's a mixture of like, it can get pretty intense, but I mean, like for me, I have had crisis. Uh, so anytime we have like these episodes of pain in the sickle cell community, we call them crisis. Mm -hmm. So anytime I have a crisis, it, I'm, I'm, 
my body, I'm, I'm used to a different type of level of it. So I'm, I'm kind of used to extreme pain. But anytime it gets to a point where it's like, like I can't bear it, then, you know, I have to go to the hospital and get some fluids to try to Help. promote some blood flow and get those uh, cells moving. So there's a lot of complications that come with it. Every sickle cell patient is different. Some people have like strokes or seizures. Some people have um, organ failure. Some people have to have uh, regular blood transfusions. Um, the only cure that is available that I'm aware of is like pretty much a bone marrow transplant, which the chances are very slim of that being like successful. And it's a very painful, very painful and long process of becoming like 100% cured. And they really only recommend it for sickle cell patients that have, that are just like on the extreme spectrum of it. Mm -hmm. So probably won't go too detail of the different types, but I have one called, it's like sickle cell SC. Sometimes I forgot what SC stands for, but thankfully that is like the least um, like extreme one. The most I've, the most experience I've had is just like maybe consistent crisis and okay. I've had, you know, some kidney issues here and there, but I've never had a blood transfusion, never had a, a seizure or stroke. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Um, <laughs> right? Not and I've been that. blessed to, right? Look, cause I, look. And, and I've been blessed to do things that, like, most of the patients haven't been able to do. Um, and then there's other types called SS, which is a little bit, it's very more, intense. I've kind of had SS symptoms when I was younger, when my body was still, you know, trying to get adjusted to yeah. it. Um, that is very, um, it, it's hard. Um, those sickle cell patients struggle, I feel like a lot more than I would or could relate to. Those are those are the ones that have to get consistent blood transfusions and surgeries and things like that so yeah it's it, it is a it is a lot to unpack everyone's a little different yeah um we all share the same um issues in terms of um like we can get crisis just because of how the weather is outside like wow. if it's raining then our bones get you know we start to ache listen and, and people it's... think that that's like <laughs> a look me, I don't have sickle cell, of course, but it's like I can tell you when it's about to rain because yeah, the way these bones <laughs> set up over here, child, girl, literally, let me tell you, like you are in all of the old folks, the, the people, least people arthritis can understand. Girl, like, yes, because I got arthritis, <laughs> I got tendonitis, oh. I got arthritis. Child. Oh, look, you then you understand, like when when the weather changes, especially when it's like like now, this is. This would be called like a high peak, like sickle cell season, where hospitals will see like influx of sickle cell patients just because the weather changed so much. So, we thrive in warm weather. Like, honestly, like when we have extreme pain, we put heating pads on and stuff like that. So, warm weather is our best friend. So when it gets cold or when like we're at a certain altitude, so anytime I'm like planning to go to the mountains or anything, I kind of have to be careful because. Yes. That can affect it as well. Airplane rides can affect it as well. Like stress um, or diet. There's just so many things that can like bring on a crisis. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that just happens randomly. Like I could plan, I could have, you know, I planned to have, be on this podcast today and then I could have woke up in extreme pain. But like, you know, I got to listen. And <laughs> I would have completely understood you, girl, <laughs> because you know, we go through those. I have my episodes too where I'm just like, I can't do nothing today. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think it's one of those things where if you have friends who have, you know, different issues or medical conditions and you know how it goes, like you just, you're used to it. So I feel like now when yeah. I cancel on people who really know me and know the things that my body goes through, no one's offended. But it's like, right. if I did anybody else, any random person, then they probably, you know, feel some type of way. But you know I me, mean? I would not care. And that would let me know that I don't need to talk to you, be around you, or speak to you ever again. Because if my body's shutting down, what can I do for you? I'm what can I do? Exactly. And then that is something I've had to learn along the years. Like, yes, because I, I felt so guilty for a long time, too. I'd be like, oh my God, I really want to go. My feelings would be hurt. I'd be mad at myself, too, because mm -hmm. I'm just sad because I can't and I physically cannot do anything. And you push yourself sometimes. Yeah, and then you get sick. To be out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, is, it is hard. Like, I, you know, growing up, when you trying to explain to kids that 
you know, you have a disease, they think you got pooey. So for the for years, I kept it a secret. Like no one knew that I had sickle cell. They would just know that I would go missing from school for some time and then I'll pop back up. Or they always knew I had to go. When I was younger, I had to like consistently be on meds. So I would go to the nurse's office at a certain time all the time. And I don't know what excuse I would make up. But I was just like either really embarrassed to talk about it because people wouldn't understand. Yes, and kids um, are cruel. Got, kids are cruel. They start kids are cruel. You. And see me, I'd <laughs> yes. be low. That's why I feel like God with mine, with my medical condition, it happened later because mm-hmm. if that would happen mm-hmm. to me in the place I was as a kid, girl, I'd been beating kids up left and right. Me and Aaron probably would be <laughs> jumping people, child. Like, right. I don't, and I'm like that now. Like, I don't play by my diabetes. I always tell my mom, I'm like, somebody can, you know what I'm saying? I don't play by mine. Period. And girl, and I finally, I finally got to that point. But you know, Zoe had to be my protector. For of course, a lot of me Zoe ready up. too. <laughs> shout out, to you Zoe. know, Zoe. Zoe <laughs> shout out to Zoe. Look, she's for real. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard. Even when I, you know, with work or like school and like projects and stuff, like I, it got to a point where you know I couldn't, it couldn't be a secret anymore. Like I, I, had, I had to, to tell yeah. people because it, it does affect people's lives, people's schedule, and, like, you know, life moves on, like, just because something happens to me, like, other people still got stuff to do, so it comes to me having to be very transparent up front, like, mm-hmm. I'm not always, like, heads up, guys, I'm sickle cell, but <laughs> if I know that, you know, assignments or stuff are happening, yeah. I'm like, okay, just let you know, um, this happened, I'm sickle cell, but I will try my best to get this, this, this to yeah. Just being open with my, with my bosses. And it feels other. liberating sometimes, too. It definitely does. Yeah. Like, once you get to that place where you can accept it and, you know, you don't mind, like, sharing it or talking about it, like, it feels kind of good to just be like, whoo, I got that off my chest. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just Because I don't like to keep secrets. Like, I'm I'm a person mm. where my own brain would just, like, eat me alive. Like, if I feel like, oh, my God, I'm holding on to the secret. I need <laughs> to tell somebody. <laughs> right. And then it's like, and then things are coming, like, happening because I didn't say anything. And then now I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm just like, okay, I got to say something. So that's when I feel like when I got to that place, so much became more easier for me planning things, like you said, and letting people know up front, like, especially with me modeling and doing stuff like that, going to school, mm-hmm. diabetes affected a lot. You know what I'm saying? I had to cancel a lot, reschedule a lot and do so much things over. So now that's why I like that I'm pretty exclusive, like, not to, you know, <laughs> to toot my own horn, but... <laughs> Everybody doesn't get to work with me now. You know what I'm saying? And I, I did that mainly because I wanted to protect myself. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I don't like just anybody around me now because a lot of people don't take these type of things serious. And Mm-mm. I just need to know that I'm around somebody. If something were to happen, that I'm going to be good. So I literally right. with the same photographers over and over and again or same makeup artists. Like everyone in my circle now, like, knows. You know what I'm saying? If they don't know exactly what do they know, what I need to have or who they need to call, like something was to happen. Like my photographer now, like my photographer is my manager now. And it's just like, when I say she knows more than like <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> and it's just like, you would think her child has diabetes or something. Like she just knows cause she's been there literally since day one, the day I was diagnosed, I had a shoot book with her. So she's been able wow. to see it, you know, all the way up till today. So when I go right. to the studio, Girl, the refrigerator is full of apple juices. She got the snacks galore. <laughs> when I say be having everything, and it just makes me feel so special inside. It's just like, wow, somebody like really, you know, cares this much about me. And it's just, you know, oh, shout out so to Courtney. Important. But it's like, <laughs> she really has been there, you know, since day one. But, you know, that comes with all my other friends as well. Like, Erin is like the more aggressive mm-hmm. one. Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. what you doing? You need to eat. Like, she's just like, oh, my God. Like, Erin's definitely aggressive, but. That's how we communicate. So I know she cares. She loves right. me. She loves right. Me. I know yeah. she cares. She loves me, but she is definitely the aggressor. Um, but like even my other friends, like my boyfriend, he's super like he's just chill with it now. Like it's like he said, this our normal life. It's our reality. Like he's good. Like he's. I feel like he's seen yeah. the worst parts of it than anyone else. Because you know we're always together, right. and he's seen like I fainted in his arms and what that was April when that happened. I passed out in like April uh, and right here in the house. So it's just like, he's seen the parts that people talk about, but never see. Mm-hmm. Like even my mom, like my mom knew about it, but it's just like for him to literally physically be there. It's just like, right. he didn't see everything, child. Like, that's like, he's stuck now. He can't leave it. me. <laughs> right. I was like, as you speak on it, like, I mean, support system, that goes like along. I feel like, you know, people with, you know, chronic illnesses, like it is so important to have like, a, a good support yes. system people who understand like and it's and then and like it, it, it it's it is 
I feel like for me, at least for sickle cell, that's actually what gets me back to good health to know that I got I got people praying for me. Yes. I got people there supporting me. You can't give I gotta, up. Can't give up. You know what I'm saying? Like there, I know there's people that will be on clockwork at the hospital taking shifts. Like, okay, I'm I'm with Alex from right. <laughs> the morning and we go come switch in the afternoon. So it makes it and easier. It, it does to mm-hmm. deal with and it. it's like sometimes it I feel like for me I feel I used to feel really bad about it like oh uh, like I I think that's why I kept the secret for so long because I used to kind of take that as pity or oh my god you know you I a burden. Want... A burden. <laughs> you know that's me yeah, I hate seeming like I'm a burden to someone especially we're adults yes. now too I hate yes. that but it's just like what can you do about it and if these people right. love you if they want really to help here, they, you know what I'm saying? They don't care. Like, who's going to get mad at mm-hmm. you because you got an illness that you didn't ask That you can't for, control. Right, that you ain't in control of. Like, who's going to get mad at you for that? That's why I literally having to give myself right. these pep talks because I hate feeling like a burden. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every time, like, this recently happened too. When I go to the pharmacy, it's, like, not a good day. Like, I hate spending all that money. I be thinking I can use this yep. money to do something else. Like, I hate it. And I just be like, but I don't want to ask somebody. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I just hate those trips because I feel like, why am I paying for this? Like, this isn't something I want. This isn't something I ask for. Like, it's just like, so much comes with it. Like, you spend so much money. Like, we are the cash cows, honey. Like, they, it just, it just, I don't know. It just does something to me inside. And I hate it. I hate feeling like I'm a burden to someone and I'm a whole adult. And it's just like, right. This ain't cute. It's, it's not yeah. okay. It's that feeling of like dependency. You yes. Know? And it's like, and then there is a level where we have to be right. And we're independent because... women. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm so used to being independent, <laughs> doing everything. You know what I'm saying? On my own. So it's just like mm-hmm. it's weird when it's just like I need you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I and I'm the type of to put the look. I want you, but I don't need you. But now right. I'm like, I, 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 I will be the... <laughs> like, right. <laughs> I can't walk. I can't drive myself to the hospital, but I'm like, I'll be damned. Listen. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just it's just good. Support system is definitely everything. Like, yeah. I don't, it I wouldn't have been able it. to be where I am today without it. Like, it's definitely mm-hmm. super, super, super important. I am so blessed. Super blessed. Yeah, and I, I feel for those who don't yes. have that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, I honestly can't imagine life without it. Like, God's definitely blessed me in that area. And, and if anyone's listening, they don't have that. Like, you know, uh, I think the key to maybe finding that is just being more open and honest with what yes. you have. And, like, you'll be surprised of what God or whatever you believe in brings to you to, like, support you because – even when my support system couldn't be there for me, like physically right then and help, to help me, like for me, I'm very spiritual. That's kind of what help, helps me get through what I live with is that like, end of the day, there was no one else. I know it's me and God and we have been through some stuff, Listen, you know, so and it, he ain't never it, it me and him. <laughs> right. He said, I ain't giving up on you yet. So I'm like, okay, cool. We got another day to figure this out. So, you know, that's kind of what you know, God's definitely been my my biggest supporter as well, especially, you know, as growing up quite, or just not even growing up, you can relate too. Like when it's something like this happens, you're trying to understand why me, like yes. why, why at why all these people, and, you know, I got all this stuff going okay, on. Okay, and I'm trying to do why all Why did you these? choose? <laughs> right. <laughs> but then you have to think like, why not me? You exactly. know, like I you were the had chosen to get that one. mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, and like I said, I've been blessed to do what most people have been able to do with a condition of mine. So I, I, the older I've got to realize, you know, this, without sickle cell, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. I probably wouldn't think how I feel I like it helps today. you develop like, a different type of level. Like you unlock a different level of yourself you didn't even know existed. Like, I, I mean, look at us like look. we're superheroes, child. I really do. Yeah. I thinking, and, you know, people do too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, some of the stuff that we've been through, oh, my God, these people would not, what? Not walk Imagine. a look, not walk a mile. Y'all would not be able to take a step in our shoes. Exactly. Like, this, thing, this ain't exactly. for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this is, it and is. I surely thought it wasn't for me either. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still right. here. But it's like, <laughs> right. listen, like, it's just. It's a lot. And it's just like, I always, like, that was me too. Why is this happening to me? Why would God let this happen to me? I'm like, I know I ain't been perfect, but I ain't deserve this. Like, I'm just going on, going on. But it's just like, you know, I felt like my dad had said this to me once when I first got diagnosed. He was just like, everyone always kind of not looked at me like the 
weak link or anything like that, but I was always a sensitive one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always up under, I was always up under my mom, my parents. Like, I'm just like that sibling, like that sibling, like that's just me. So mm -hmm. for it to happen to me, it shocked everyone. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like mm -hmm. I was the strongest one, but it shocked everyone around me, like my family, because they're just like, whoa. So my mom, they all nervous because they like, oh, Jesus, like, oh. I'm so dramatic. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we going right. to know it's something really wrong? Like, you know, but it's right. like, my dad just kept saying to me, he was like, God chose you because he knew you were strong enough. He was like, you don't know what's about to come from this. You don't know, you know, what's about to happen and change your life. He was like, but you, you know what I'm saying? Stay, you know, stay where you're at. Keep it going. Because he'd be like, if it was me, oh, y'all could just take me back outside, take me out back and just, you know what I'm saying? Tell them I disappeared because he can't, he'd be like, I can't even, he can't watch me do the needles or nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, he's like, you were the chosen one. And you have to, you know what I'm saying? Stand in those shoes and stand up, stand tall. Like, because you don't know what your journey and path will look like. I never in a million years thought I would have diabetes or, you know what I'm saying, have a business called Diva Betty. look at Diva Betty. Right. 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 We worldwide, baby. And now you know you're inspiring and like, impacting it's crazy. hundreds of girls, you know? Like, it's just like it turned my whole life around so quick and not even, like, turned around for the good. And I, like I said, it mm -hmm. unlocked so many different levels of myself that I didn't even know that I had and exist. Like, like I said, I look at us like we're superheroes. Like every day mm -hmm. we wake up and we get to see another day. I'm just like, oh, we made it. Thank you, Jesus. Because you know, we did. a lot right. of people don't. A yeah, lot of people don't. A lot of people struggle with it um, mentally more than physically. And that becomes mm -hmm. when all your levels are not aligned, mental, physical, mm -hmm. spiritual, all that. Like that's when everything starts falling apart. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. to really just take it day by day, that's what they say. Don't think about 20 years. Because that's what I was saying. Like, I have to have this for the rest of my life. What the, like, what? So I'm like, don't yeah. think about 20 years from now. Think about tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah. something you literally Worked have to do day by day because <laughs> it will stress you out. Like, you it are will. not in control of it. it. The only thing you can do is manage it and do the best that you can with what you can. You know what I'm saying? And when the trials and tribulations come, child, you just got to stay prayed up and push through it. Mm -hmm. That was the key thing you said, manage. Like, honestly, that is that was what, you know, all the teen clinics or the, the the doctors were just trying to get me to understand young it's like yeah like you, you this is this is a lot of time disease it ain't it ain't going nowhere right. the best thing you can do is learn how to manage it to alleviate the stress and i can only imagine with diabetes or you you guys actually have like symptoms like like systems and like technology where you can like see if you're doing well or not you know and yeah. i feel like for me that would definitely give me anxiety where it's like oh no listen <laughs> and i say that I feel like that sometimes too. It's like now that I have like the Dexcom that I'm wearing like on my stomach where it reads my mm -hmm. blood sugars and it lets me know when I'm crashing, when I'm going high, mm -hmm. when I'm going low. I, I appreciate it. Do not get me wrong. I love my Dexcom, but sometimes it gets me a little, you know, I've been having a little anxiety. Like, but, mm -hmm. but to see it though, when it's coasting and it's in the, the clear and it's just doing so good, it, it makes me feel good too. You know what I'm saying? And when yeah. it's going high, going to low, just let me know that I need to do better. And, and mm -hmm. also, I appreciate it, you know, alerting my loved ones around me too, letting them know because sometimes I don't know what's going on, and they'll get an alert and call me. So it's just like, right, be like, you good, right? I'm like, what you over there <laughs> you doing? Like, what? Okay, so it's just like I really appreciate it in that sense. And it's like when I don't wear it, the anxiety that I do have is even worse than when it, I have it on because it's like, oh my god, mm -hmm. if my heart beat a little too fast, y'all, I'm over here about to fall apart. Like, oh my god, my blood sugar is probably right. in the three hundred. Or it's probably three, like, so dramatic. But it's like, mm -hmm. I will literally go and prick my finger, and every single time, it will be in the clear. So that's when I know I have to get out my own head. Like, mm -hmm. you are fine. You are okay. And then it's like, look at your blood work. My blood work is, like, like it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? For someone mm -hmm. to have, you know, type 1 diabetes, my A1C is, like, 6.2. And to keep it managed, it's under 7. So it's like, I'm mm -hmm. almost in a pre-diabetic range. You know what I'm saying? Someone who right. doesn't have it, but, you know, they kind of getting there. So it's like, I'm doing good. Like, girl, you are tripping. Like, I literally have to just talk myself down because I will freak myself out. I am my yes. worst person. <laughs> girl, I was just about to say that. I was like, we are our worst enemy. Like, I, you know, that is, no matter what anyone else can tell you. Right. You know, it's really about your mindset because it, it is hard and it's hard to... It's hard for people who don't have it to like fully understand you. Yes. Not that they they can't sympathize with you, but like in terms of like just really understand like 
like how that anxiety feels. Yes. Your your health could change in the blink of an eye. And it's like that's scary to think about. You know what I'm saying? It really is. But it's just like we've trained our minds now to know how to deal with those thoughts. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we have our days, you know, I'm not gonna we're not perfect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but definitely the days do come, but you have to snap out of that. You can't sit there and soak in that for too long. Like, no, I, and that's my parents been real big on like, like life continues. Like, you yeah. can't. Are you gonna sit here and pity yourself so bad? Or like, what's that gonna do? Just figure out what to do next. Like, what's the game plan? Exactly. Not that you know they didn't allow me to rest. Like, they obviously were big on like you need to rest and slow down because sometimes yeah. I I'm the one that gets myself sick mm-hmm. because I'm doing too much. Yeah, but it is like you know it's in the day like it's. It's not the end of the world. Like right. there's some crisis where I know, like I will quickly recover from this. Like yeah, it's it, it's inconvenient. Yeah, I probably can't go out tonight. It's the, I probably it's best for me just sit my ass down and take this medicine and go to sleep. You know, it's it, it, annoying. And if anything, the older I've got, it's less. It's more like okay, having to accept that like you're just gonna have to adjust. Yes, the that's the perfect I word. Adjust, be okay maintain all that. Mm-hmm. definitely adjust because it, 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 it changes your whole life yeah it is an adjustment the biggest adjustment ain't no adjustment bigger yeah. than it okay <laughs> well, I'm it like, a 360 honey it will turn and when i say turn everything upside down like mm-hmm. upside down it's like the you're trying to push the trash can i said i saw this meme and it, this analogy has stuck with me ever since i've seen it it's like pushing a trash can and the wind mm-hmm. is blowing so hard, and the top keeps flying back and smacking you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, and then eventually the trash can just slips over your head, and you just keep going. Like, yeah. literally, like, you never know what's going to happen. That's why you just got to be suited and booted, okay? And yeah. ready. And I've kind of got yeah. a little comfortable with not bringing my snacks and my juices with me all the time. I'm, like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Girl, then I my sugar drops and I'm having a panic attack right. trying to find a gas station. I'm like, girl, girl you don't tripping. preach on that. Because okay, sometimes I tripping. do walk around and be like, I forget that I have sickle cell. Like, I will, there'll be times where, like, nothing happens and I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling energized. I haven't been in pain. So I'm just out here and, <laughs> like, then I'm, I'm hanging out, having a great time. Then I start feeling something. I'm like, oh, oh I forgot yeah. about you. You trying? I to forgot about you. Let's take a selfie, and W be like, "Hello, um, right? What you doing? You right? Forgot I was um, over here. This. Right? They gotta see that little frequent reminder. But right. I, I do enjoy the times. Like sometimes, like I would, like you said, forget that I have it until I'm slightly reminded. Like those right. times feel so liberating. It just feels good to just. Because sometimes I tap into that and then I feel like I'm normal. Not that I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not normal, but at the end of the day, no, when you we are right. You know what I'm saying? When you kind of look at it, it's like I have something you don't have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And th- how my life is affected by it, it will never affect your life. Like, you know how I'm affected exactly. by it. So there I are feel things like, you have to bring with you on just trips. Yes, got me feeling to think like about a dollar with a lunchbox. Right. <laughs> like, why am I about to, like, I'm a grown woman. You got to go down your checklist. Okay. Like, I have Every day I, I wake up, kids. I have a checklist in my notes for the day. Like, do not forget. Because every time I would leave the house without my medicine. I just recently did that. Like, girl, uh-huh. what is you thinking? And, and, and let me tell you, I've had experience, like, life will kind of show you not to do that. Because I remember one time I went to, I went to visit my boyfriend's family in St. Louis, 4th of July last year. And, you know, like I said, in the summer we thrive, you know. It's just hot. So I feel like I don't get that sick. Girl, I <laughs> left all my medicine back in D.C. So I didn't have nothing on me. And I, I can't go to CVS and get Right, you can't, that's like, what I'm you can't just pull up at the pharmacy and be like, hey, let me yeah, that, don't that, um, that good hemolog. Right, you know, because I mean, like over the counter stuff don't work. I don't, that don't do nothing for me. I have to have heavy Your stuff prescription. To, right, and so... Get to St. Louis and have a great time. And of course, the nights that you know I'm supposed to be meeting his friends and going out, I like before my before I have a crisis, my body does this thing where it kind of tells me I'm about to have a crisis. Like I just feel off. Like something just feels off. My energy's down, and I'm like, oh crud! Like something's about to go left. Lo and behold, that's probably the worst crisis I've had in like years. Like, what? It, like it was crazy. My and then it was a lot because my boyfriend was he's very supportive, but uh, you know his family was like, all right, what do we do? Thankfully, like his mom his grandma worked in like like the medical space so they used to like nurses and stuff so they kind of were able to 
helped me until I got to the hospital. But wow, that's it was like beautiful. a very intense moment. Like it was like I I had to have, my mom had to call because for sickle cell patients at that time you could go to Children's Hospital up until you're 22. And I we could have a whole another podcast on why I preferred the Children's Hospital versus Adult Hospital uh, because discrimination. Um, but look, that's a whole nother story. That's a whole You know how I feel about that too. So you know what I'm saying? We're not even gonna Mm -hmm. touch on that today. Right, right. You know, because that's yeah. So anyway, it 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 was a lie. It was definitely a big learning lesson learning lesson for me to like I I cannot go anywhere where I'm not at least like, you know, twenty miles away from my damn pills because Yeah. Like I that is that is a big So was that the first time you ever like left your medicine you just was gone and let me okay let me not say first time because again i tell you i forget that i have it sometimes but that was the first time that i've I've left it in something that happened where it was like i really needed it like there's times where i left it and maybe i might feel something but it's not as extreme but that was probably like one of the worst crises i've had and then it was it sucked because after i was leaving um Oh, St. Louis, I had to go to a convention in New Orleans like that same weekend and I already, you know, paid and everything. So I was like, and I was a representative from our sorority. So I was like, I can't miss this. And, you know, me, I can't say no to too much stuff. So it was having to convince the doctors to let me out early, though I couldn't walk. I had to, I got, girl, I had to get on the plane and be, you know, just kind of take as much medicine as I legally could then get back to DC for a day of rest. I, my sister was in town, so she was helping me out. And at, at this point, everyone's trying to tell me not to go to New Orleans. And this is yeah, what because was they pro- they're to. scared. They like you. You just we just let you go to St. Louis, <laughs> right now. You got forgot your <laughs> medicine. Like everybody's nerves is bad at this point. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh my god. And then and on top of that, I'm going to New Orleans where. At that point, a hurricane was happening. And the reason why I got sick in St. Oh Louis because God. randomly it started to rain. And I got stuck in the rain. I drenched in the rain. And then because it was still hot outside, you know, inside it's air conditioning. So I went from, like, being wet to, like, super cold inside. And so my body, like, I got really sick. So now I'm going Lord, to your, your body was like, I don't know. <laughs> and I can't walk. Girl, but she doing too much. So that was, after that, I was like, okay, we need to have a conscious moment, like, I you no, we we can't do this again. We can't do this again. So all in all, yeah, it is a blessing to, you know, to know that to have those moments where you get, you know, it's like I'm just living like my best normal life. But it, I, sometimes I think it's a blessing to not forget because to have like those reminders, like let me, just, it's just good to know that I have my medicine to at least catch or at least stop the pain for a while until I can get, you know. So, so the medicine that you all take, like, yeah, that was. Is it like what is it? Is it a pill? Is it like a shot? Like, girl. <laughs> yeah. So it's, oh, so it's, it's like it's pain to help with the pain. So it's you know. Uh, yeah. So because again, like, there's nothing. There's no cure or anything. So it's pretty much all of this is pain management. So I take oh, that's the, the process, infl- whatever it's called, swelling dosage of <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Inflammatory, yeah. So nephros- right. it's like a stronger version of ibuprofen. Then I take oxycodone. I take Percocet. I take um, Ooh, oxycontin. I know who to call. I, oh, I took this patient takes this drug. <laughs> look, I'm just playing, y'all. I can't, <laughs> and look, look, I can't don't give me into that. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. And, and it's a joke. Let me say, like, there. You know, growing up, I had to have that talk for my parents too like you know when people start to realize that you have right they like i the bought a whole and stuff like that, right? people are gonna try right right look and, and, and you know and you know for the life of me i you know i'm not one to judge anyone as one addicted to drugs or anything like that but for me like i i i hate yes. when i have to take it i hate how it shuts everything like, down it's, it, it's it's a downer it, yeah, like I'm, I'm out. Like it's the I'm, best sleep you know, in the world, though. If I'm high off drugs, so it, is. It, it is. So you know, that's those are the pills that I have, like that I can take legally, like at home. But when I go to hospital, I get like way stronger narcotics that they don't that you know, only the, the hospital can give to you. So I have like this thing called Dilaudid, which is very a very very strong um, narcotic in the form of like like in the, they give it to you in an IV. So um, even with that, you know, when you're having a, a 
crisis. Yeah. A lot of times we're dehydrated. So if you're dehydrated, you know yeah. that it's really hard to find a vein. <laughs> so there's moments where I'm literally, like in St. Louis, I got stuck <gasps> 10 times. Girl, I would have been insane. fluids in me. And every time they stuck in me, I, it made the pain worse. And, you know, and then, and there was a lot of things I could have avoided being stuck 10 times. Like actually the nurses putting, the white male nurses putting their egos aside and actually getting someone mm-hmm. who knows how to stick patients with small veins and that they roll and blow. Like I tell them, as soon as I walk in, if I have small veins, I have sickle cell, I'm dehydrated. They're probably going to blow and go ahead and just get your best person. And there See, we go. and I listen, I didn't have to almost swing on some, uh, <laughs> What what do they call who take the blood? No, uh, look. I guess they nurses, right? <laughs> yeah, the nurses. I will it's never forget. Oh my God. This had to be in like the first year I was diagnosed. Mind you, I'm someone who I take needles daily, but growing up, I was the kid and the doctor mm-hmm. who my mama had to pin me down. Three other nurses mm-hmm. had to pin me down to give me shots. And then oh. I did not play with no needles. Like that was like, you know what I'm saying? Like Kiva, mm-hmm. everyone knew when I came in, a nurse would be like, I hope she ain't got to get no shots today. Like, I was that patient. So that's why I was like, for her to have to do this right. for the rest of her life, God knew exactly what he was doing. Like, it was obviously to prove something, he child. Did. He had jokes. To prove something. Because I'm like, <laughs> why do I, can I eat something? So I was like, why I have to do, like, deal with these needles? Child, so I went and blood work always gives me anxiety every single time. And I have great veins, you know, for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. There, there hasn't been anyone, you know, to have any mm-hmm. issues finding, like you said, unless I'm dehydrated. So, girl, one day I went in there to get mm-hmm. blood work and I'm sitting there and I cannot stand when the nurses in the lab have a nasty attitude. Like, I'm going to need you to fix your attitude. I, I don't, you know, if you're having a Girl. bad day, right. Right. I'm sorry like you think I want to be here? Day, but you finna stick a needle <laughs> in me and I need you to be calm and at your bed in a good head space because if you poke something and hit something, I'm going right. to hit you, period. So, she snatches right, right. she snatches my arm <laughs> and she starts to clean it like you know putting like all the alcohol on it whatever clean it off everybody knows you need to Ooh. blow that or let that dry before you stick this needle in me because i am gonna spaz mm-hmm. out child i literally had to say um you're not gonna mm-hmm. like fan it or blow it and she was like, she literally didn't say anything. She just looked at me right. and she grabbed my arm. I said, girl, I took my hand and I mushed her arm and said, hold on one second. Girl, I started fanning. I'm like, you're not about to stick no needle in me. And I'm like, flooded with alcohol. Like, are you stupid? Right. Like, what are you doing? Girl, oh, no. I, t- I got up. No. I got up out this seat. No. I got my mama. She was telling no. my mom she can't come in here. I'm looking like, y'all finna really make me show out. I already don't want to be here. I hate getting blood work done. Okay, and now right. you're making the situation worse. So now I'm going to give y'all all hell. So I already got somebody mm-hmm. else. Um, I was like, yeah, else drama, but I do not want this lady touching <laughs> me because I, I'm going to probably go to jail in a little bit. So um, I'm going to need y'all to get me another nurse down here. Mm-hmm. So lo and behold, my doctor's like, what is going on over mm-hmm. here? And mind you, I go to the same, like I'm in the same building that I've been in since I was born where I had my first shot set. You know what I'm saying? 96. So everyone in there knows my mm-hmm. family. They knows me. You know, so it's just like, I don't know if you're new here or you don't know what's yeah. going on, but I'm a trainee and I need you to relax. Must be new. <laughs> Your girl, they got somebody else to do and they were just apologizing. Right. I said, it's cool because I'm still calling corporate on her. Like, that's not how you treat right. a patient. Right. No, and as you should, I feel like as people, we exactly. have to start kind of reporting these folks. Exactly. And it, it doesn't matter un- if they're black, white, like, none of that. I don't care about none of that. I'm reporting nothing. all of y'all. Like, Anybody who's bringing harm to me and making me feel uneasy yeah, because, during this process that already isn't, you know, mm-hmm. right. Easy at all. I'm, my my anxiety is already hot. Like on right. Do you think I want to be here? Do you think I want you doing this? I don't. Like I, you, people have to practice bedside manner. It is so crucial. Like there are so many moments where like I like like you, you know how you can take care of in a hospital is a difference between like sometimes making it out alive. Like you like you really have to make sure that you're making sure your exactly. patient is as comfortable as they can. Like. And, and and like the attitude thing, like y'all, like come on, it is it is it's tiring. Like I I I, I don't want to be here. Right, but then my as, thing as much is, this you is your job, so I don't, here, give, but let's just I don't to... care nothing about right. that. You you signed up, you went to school to do this, so you think I care that you don't want to be here? Mm-hmm. And it should be my job 
Right, and it should be my my job to try to lighten up the mood, you know, because I can sense on that attitude. I'm like, hey, let me try to crack a joke or something. I was like, oh, it's right. Fine. Like, this is the job. Like, I'm not, you know, <laughs> and especially if I come, like, I'm the type of person where, let's yeah. go to therapy and God's still working on me. But listen, I, Girl, I'm not the starter. <laughs> you say the, you know what I mean? I'm not the starter. But I don't mm, mind being finisher. A finisher. <laughs> I come in with great spirits, great attitudes, da da da. And then soon, it's some. You know, I'm, I'm like, okay, see now, you didn't, you didn't open the door for me to ask the food. Yeah. But I'm working on that. I look. I'm, I'm right. Really working we, on we, it. We didn't have to go there. It's just like <laughs> we are in a whole doctor's office. We don't want to be here anyway. Like if we had mm-hmm. a choice, I promise you, would not right. be coming here to see you. But it's just like make this I process easier, I and I just feel like even with the pharmaceutical companies, like all of that, like make this process easier. These patients already have to go through enough daily, day in and day out. But we come to see y'all. We don't need no extra stress. It's about profits, not people. <laughs> no extra stress, <laughs> right? Because people, at the end of the day, it is about profits mm-hmm. over people. That's our that's healthcare system. Part about, we, we, we're you know, like I said, cash industry. cows, we're dollar signs to mm-hmm. them. And it, it's not about healthcare being a human, right? Mm-hmm. They trying to see, oh, we got another sick person. Mm-mm. Kind of makes them bang. Right. They don't mm-hmm. care, but that's okay. Great. I'm going to get a dual yeah. citizenship, mm-hmm. honey. I'm going to Canada. And that's okay. So, and sis, that's if you want to get me in Canada, please. <laughs> I love it there. Free like, healthcare, look. insulin's dirt cheap. <laughs> like, I could thrive. I, I could really thrive in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is, that is, that is, that is, that is, that is honest because I would say coming into my adulthood as, as a stickler it is very mm-hmm. nerve wracking because things change. Like, again, that's a whole different episode, but the dynamics of being an adult sickle cell patient versus a child sick cell patient mm-hmm. it's two completely different realities and it's a tough one and especially since people aren't as educated what sickle cell is they you know again it's an invisible disease they think you're just a black person or just someone trying to come up in the hospital to get some drugs and it's like no like i, I actually really am in pain just because right. i've learned how to manage, and you can't you know, tell just because you right can't, i'm not acting the fool of how impe- right like i Though I've dealt with this type of extreme pain for years, and I'm, I'm not calm, because I'm not okay. I am in extreme pain, <laughs> right? Like I am just the trying proper to care that you need, so I can get you know just some fluids in, right? But they, it is you almost have to come in with and like ridiculous, barely be able to walk for them to fully halfway, halfway believe. I have I come to a point where I walk in with if I if the hospital don't know me, they don't have records. The Children's Hospital in Atlanta gave before I went to college. They kind of told me like, "This is the reality, sad reality of what goes down, especially going into DC." Here's your paperwork. Well, as soon as you walk in that door, hand this over to them. So, because then if, if if not, they're gonna stick you fifty million times wow. to try to prove that you have sickle cell. You know, they have to test your hemoglobin levels and all this stuff just to test to see if you of have course, cell, which costs more money, of course. And so it's like, it is this whole process that I have that to, I'm, have to I'm go a down patient, just to or prove I'm, that. You uh, know. My immune system is right. compromised. Can you, like, I'm, why am I pleading and begging you for you to believe that something's mm-hmm. wrong with me? Like, and then it's like, we falling on the floor crying, mm-hmm. being dramatic. They're going to be looking at us like we crazy then. Like, right. We're crazy, right? But that's that's what it takes, right? Like, it is it it, it sucks, and I pray about it every day that you know. That's what I said. Watching you grow a deep abetic has definitely inspired me to just be more open mm-hmm. and talking about it because it's important. Because I feel like, you know, if I had something like deep abetic growing up where I saw a woman that I, you know, I can definitely relate to, um, I would I feel like I would have felt so yeah. ashamed or embarrassed to talk about it younger and I felt like you know there has to be more platforms and spaces for these invisible right. diseases for people to be able to relate right. to they are out there of people they are who out go there. every day but and you never know like so I just definitely want to tell you to keep doing what you're doing diabetic because it's it is it's not even inspiring people it's inspiring just you know <laughs> everyday people no I, I i love it i'm 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 just so proud i'm so happy you did it because like i said like you it definitely you this is my first year oh, ever right. that i've been able to openly talk about 
having sickle cell. You know, like I think I recently for the first I time, saw it and I loved it. I loved every time. bit of it. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> yes. You know, you know, and that's gross because you know, I don't want you know, in my head, I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want that to be all that's me, whatever. But exactly, and they like, don't love that, that part just as much as they love it. the Alex that they know who in their head didn't have sickle cell or wasn't aware of it or something that you said that. I feel like that makes you look 10 times more beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're already a beautiful person. You have a beautiful spirit. Like, yeah. like that right there, for someone to be that open, is beautiful. And, like, I say that even talking about people. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to, <laughs> the guys who used to be, like, or showing emotions is not, is weird or stuff like that. It's like, that's the most beautiful and the strongest thing you could ever mm -hmm. do. That That is something super admirable. Like, yeah. that is amazing. So, like, from when I see people who I know aren't, you know, like, super you know open about and transparent and i just pop up on instagram one day and i'm just like oh my god like it's just so beautiful to me like i love it because i know <laughs> what it was like to be like that and that's why i was like i feel like god really chose me to mm -hmm. put me in the position to do what i'm doing because he did. I, my personality is kind of already like ah you know what i'm saying like you know how i am but it's just like to use yeah. that right in a positive <laughs> but way we love it help people like i love talking to people like daily i'm a I'm a super social person and I'm very talkative. So I really enjoy when I get people to hit me up when I say all over the world. Like I'll post a wine, I posted a wine that was from like New mm -hmm. Zealand or something. And someone hit me was like, Hey, that wine was made here. Much love mm -hmm. from New Zealand. Like, you know, like stuff like that. And I'm just like, Oh my oh, God, I'm not I be telling all my little friends and my <laughs> I be telling all them, hey y'all, I love y'all. Girl, diabetes gonna take I, you I, around I the world. Okay? So I feel like I know them, you know. <laughs> When it comes down to like, even someone mm -hmm. hit me the other day and was like, yeah. hey girl, I want to get my nose pierced. What are the pros and cons? Like, you know, and, and with diabetes, the healing process is typically, you know, it's a little longer for us, but it's just like, I'm the person like, girl, go do it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Get you some wound wash some sea salt. Live your best life. Go get that nose piercing. Girl, she yeah. sent me a picture at like 11 PM last night of her nose and she was smiling so big. I was like, oh, look at you. Oh, my God. Like, wow. But really, I got a lot of my pieces and tattoos <laughs> all before diabetes, but I'm going to get some more. I'm about to get some more. But it's just like, right. it's beautiful. I, I, oh. I'm i more active and I have more engagement on Diva Bay than my real page, who has 11 point however many followers. You know what I'm saying? It's real people. Because it's because it's when something like that is so personal, it's real, it's genuine, it's raw. It's, it's that's. That is that is what that is honestly what people mm -hmm. want to see because it, it, it's true, you know. And not that your personal page isn't true, but you know, the side we want them to see, right? What, we want to you know, we only want them to see. But even right, that even is that is just the whole point of to the fullest, you have to have those moments of vulnerability. Okay, <laughs> and you do it in style, and you do it with grace, and I think that is what makes it very attractive. And you don't have like this typical generic like foundation right. uh no child i'm doing you know, it just throw facts out there like with a little, with a little keyboard a you're little doing it your way that's what people real. want yes no we love that we need that like obviously you see like the response is what was needed it's what the mm -hmm. diabetic community lacked especially in the african-american diabetic people of color child like. so like, that is we are the leading okay yes we is leading this march and mm -hmm. then like, i always say that see that's about to be a podcast for another day I always talk about how I feel like there is not enough representation for mm -hmm. something that is so like this is a profound topic. You know what I'm saying? Like this is huge. Ninety five percent people have diabetes, yeah. or either either have it, don't know they have it, or don't care they have mm. it. But a lot of people have diabetes, and it's not talked about enough. But that's why I'm gonna keep talking about it until you know what I'm saying it's really like a conversation because it's like like let's see that's a whole other podcast. What up, hey girl? I could go all into that. But yes, I just want right. to be that voice for right. the community as long as I possibly can because it's like I'm gonna give y'all the real spiel, the untold truth of what it really looks like. So that's why I love showing them when I'm up moving around, doing my shoes, doing you know, whatever I'm doing. But I don't mind showing y'all me in the bed looking mm -hmm. throwed off and having a bad day too, you know, because it's like I always right. want to be real, no matter what. That's real. I know at the end of the day, no matter how the table's mm -hmm. I'm good with how it happened because I know I gave it 100% and I was 100% me. You know what I'm saying? 100% real. So I'm going to ask you this before we wrap yeah. it up, bro, because we almost at 50 minutes. I did not even realize we was going like that. Okay. 
We going 90 and a 50. Me either. Style. We said we going with the flow and, and we did. Okay. <laughs> so what is the biggest misconception about sickle cell anemia that you wish people would understand? Mm, that we are okay. It might be a two-part answer. For the health industry, that whole area, we aren't um we aren't drug addicts okay <laughs> like we aren't for just people in general we are also normal people like i think that like once someone finds that i have sickle cell it's like this immediate like oh like, it just feels like this huge right. downer like the mood or tell you i'm so sorry to hear that you know and, and i, ain't I, 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 I to so like, sorry right what you sorry like, for well, sorry about it. And, and I get it because people, some people, this is yeah. the first person they've ever met with this type of illness. And it's like, you know, what do you say with someone who's living with something for the rest of their life? I, I can understand, but I think that's why I want people to understand that, like, yes, I have it. And yeah, it, you know, it's a big adjustment. Right, but again, it. like, I am right. living life every day like you are. And I am just making adjustments as I go. And making sure I'm not overdoing it, but I am still a human being. I'm still a person. I'm, I, I'm more, yes, I have sickle cell, but I'm more than just my sickle cell. Like I can do this job. I can right. do, like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine, you know? So I think that's definitely what I would want people to understand about us. Um, because like I said, before they find, they found out that I had it in their mind, I was yes. a normal person. I Treat me the same as that that mindset that like, right, you know, definitely have, I, I love that you're more understanding about, you know, certain stuff now, which is great, but please don't, you know, exclude me from opportunities because you feel like, oh, I yeah. don't know, you know, she has sickle cell, she can, right, give me that let choice, me, don't let take me that choice from me, you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly, that's a perfect thing to say, that actually, so, that's, 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 Oh, that would That's be awesome. Well, thank you so much today, Alex, for joining us here on Daily Dose of Divabetic. I truly appreciate it. I'm so glad that we finally got to do this. Y'all, we've been trying to do this for months now. For if they knew, if they knew, like, they knew my struggle. power went well, out. We here. It, what was it, yesterday, <laughs> power went out, and I was just like, girl, I said, mm -hmm. the devil do not want us to talk about this. Like, we really have something to say. And look at us. We all look, we're 52, 53 like minutes. Said, okay, we have something to say today. And it's still more than needs to be said. <laughs> we did. It's so much yes. to be said. But yes. you know, we're gonna let we gonna let y'all go. Thank y'all for listening to us this long. Alex, shout out all your social media, everything you want them to follow. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, so you, you guys can definitely follow my Creatives Connected page. I'll spell it for you. Um, it's Creatives with an S-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E-S, -E -E Connected, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-D. So there's no E in that Connected at all. Um, just Creatives Connected. That's how you can find that page. My personal Instagram page is thealist.co. So the a list dot co t h e a l i s t dot c o um that's pretty much the most important thing I've won. my my twitter just <laughs> i just be talking uh, <laughs> right so but no i, I and i want to i want to thank you again keep bringing me on again mm -hmm. i told you i feel so honored <laughs> that you brought me on here and so proud so excited for what you are doing um god has something so big planned for you that probably right. me and you don't even know what it is it's probably so grand thank you beautiful we can't imagine until it happens but like, this is the perfect way to oh start of course no course. i feel so good it, it, it was ready to go it do really some was. yoga <laughs> <laughs> go get your, your yoga oh my right? god <laughs> Well, all right, right y'all, we're going to wrap it up with y'all. No, thank y'all so much for listening to us. It. We will catch y'all later.